You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast with Laura Conley, episode number six. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, Yummy Mummies. This week, we are talking all about what we do after we make a choice with food that we regret. Most of us either beat ourselves up or let ourselves off the hook. Neither work if you want to change your behavior and lose weight for the last time. But I'll teach you guys exactly what does work because the reality is there's going to be times when we eat things that do not serve us. But before we dive in, you guys, let me tell you the one fun factoid about me for the week. This is a weird one, you guys. It's that I can blow bubbles with my spit. (laughs) Gross, right? But this is just proof that I'll tell you all of the things. I have no shame. And we can't forget about this week's client comment. This week, Ali says, although the decision to open up to a life coach was not an easy one, I can easily say that working with Laura was and is, she's still my client, the most beneficial thing I have ever done in my life. She is an extremely effective life coach and helped me reach my weight loss goals. She was very kind, empathetic, and patient with me and was able to guide me through the deep, transformative process of taking control of my own thoughts, desires, and actions. I highly recommend her to everyone because working with her will change your life. Thanks, Ellie. So fun. Okay, so... I know you are dying to hear about what to do and what not to do when you notice you've eaten something that was off your protocol or you had something you said you weren't going to have or you indulge in something that really doesn't serve you. So I love to tell the story of my daughter's first birthday. I had planned to not eat the cake and I knew this cake was going to be really special because we were ordering it from one of our favorite places. So I had planned not to eat it. And then I was cleaning up and a little icing got on my finger and I licked it. Oops. (laughs) It's almost as if something else took over. I was thinking, holy crap, that's good. Must have more. Must have more now. This is the gist of what my brain tells me usually when I have some sugar. It actually kind of felt like a small emergency. So I had the cake that was not on the plan. Hello, sugar hangover. If I had a pick, I would actually take a standard hangover over the sugar hangover every single time. It's like, you guys, I don't know if you experience this, but it's like I can feel the sugar in my veins. I mean, I'm sure that I can't actually feel the sugar in my veins, but that's what it feels like. It feels gross. So in this moment, when I'm having this sugar hangover, I had a choice to make. I could, number one, have the sugar hangover and that was it which is still kind of sucky, or I could have the sugar hangover and on top of that, beat myself up for having had the cake, which is super, super, super sucky. Now, you guys, there is another very subtle option here. Number three, which is have the sugar hangover 
And then just let myself off the hook and let myself go unconscious without actually looking at what the thought was that caused me to eat the cake after I tasted it on my finger. So my brain for sure wanted to throw me down the shame spiral of what is wrong with you and haven't you learned your lesson yet? And now you aren't going to look and feel how you want for your retreat and so on and so on and so on. This is what it sounds like in my brain when I'm beating myself up. Listening to the psycho voice in my head usually equals me throwing in the towel and eventually actually eating more sugar. Isn't that crazy, you guys? But I said, sorry, sweet little brain, not doing that today. Not arguing with reality and making myself feel like ass on purpose. Because what's the point? You guys, I think it's so funny how we think that if we just beat ourselves up hard enough, will weigh what we want. (laughs) It actually works in the opposite way. So in this instance, I was slowly able to shift and it became, oh my God, you know what? This is really good information. I'm so happy. I reminded myself of how much sugar sucks and how committed I am to staying away from it. Genuinely, you guys, this is actually really what I was thinking. And so I drank a shit ton of water and went about my day. And I really genuinely, emotionally, physically, mentally felt better within hours. And this is where a lot of people can get to. But I want to warn you that there's another step here. Yes, drink the water. Yes, maybe even meditate. Maybe even go for a run. Maybe even take a shower, like clean slate it, right? But I really want to encourage you to go back to the moment right after you licked your finger and the icing tasted good. I want you to find out what the thought was in your brain that then made you eat a whole piece, or in my case, two whole pieces of cake. Because you guys, if we can find that specific thought, we can be on guard for when that thought inevitably presents itself to us in the future and make a different choice. Because like I said, we can have the cake and beat ourselves up. We can have the cake and let ourselves off the hook. Or we can have the cake, be really nice to ourselves and get conscious. And look what happened there. And that is the way that you actually make true habit change. A lot of my clients will say to me, oh, I had this thing that was off protocol, but I'm not mad about it. It's like they're telling me, they're proving to me that They didn't beat themselves up. And I love that. I'm so proud of them for not beating themselves up. But if they don't look back at what the thought was that caused them to eat the two pieces of cake, they've then let themselves off the hook and they will continue to create the same result over and over and over again, which they may or may not want, right? So for me, at this time in my life, I had a weight that I wanted to get to. Because that weight represented how I felt physically, emotionally, and mentally. I know for me and my clients that beating ourselves up does not work. Letting ourselves off the hook does not work and say, oh, I'll just start fresh tomorrow. That's part of it. But what we really have to do is dive in and say, hmm, what was I thinking? So for me, I was thinking, oh, screw it. It won't matter. I can clean this up later. Who cares? It's so good. I have to have it. So those are the thoughts that I was thinking and I went back and I looked and I found those thoughts so that now I can be on guard for those thoughts in the future. Okay, you guys, so I actually want to give you another story that illustrates how to go about doing this. 
I really don't know what I would do if I didn't have kids because I would have no examples and I wouldn't have any stories for you. (laughs) So this comes from when my daughter was learning how to ride one of those Strider bikes. Do you guys know what those Strider bikes are? They're like for toddlers. They don't have pedals and it really helps them to learn how to ride a bike eventually. So I think my daughter Luna was two and a half at this point and she's learning how to ride the Strider bike, which I noticed is exactly like trying to lose weight for the last time. She was falling all the time, you guys, like all the time. It was kind of brutal to watch, but she always got back up, always, every single time. And every time she says to herself and whoever is around, I got it, I got it, I'll be okay. And then most importantly, you guys, she says to herself and to me, what happened? What happened, mom? Why did I fall? Can you guys see the connection here? So I help her to see why she fell. This doesn't mean she doesn't ever fall again, right? It just means she learns and she gets a little better each time. She doesn't expect that she should ride her strider perfectly. She doesn't beat herself up for falling. She doesn't completely throw in the towel. She's not like, I quit. I'm not learning how to ride this strider bike anymore. She just gets back up and tries again with her new knowledge and does better. I can remember a very specific time when she has fallen and she looks at me and she's like, mom, mom, why did I fall? I'm like, Luna, it's because you started to look up to the sky. I watched her do this and her eyes were just following this bird and what it was doing and she went spat. And so I told her that. I was like, Luna, you just got really focused on the bird in the sky. So next time, if you notice a bird, just come right back to keeping your eyes on the road. And she was like, oh, I get it. So she just gets back up and tries again with this new knowledge. She doesn't beat herself up. She's not like, Luna, what's wrong with you? You'll never ride a bike, right? And she doesn't let herself off the hook. She just genuinely asks me, what went wrong there, mom? Like, how can I do better next time? And she doesn't just throw in the towel. So I just think that a child learning to ride a bike or learning to walk is such a beautiful metaphor as we learn our new habit of keeping our word to ourselves when it comes to what we're going to eat and what we're not gonna eat. So the only way to ever deal with failing or falling when it comes to your protocol or what you want to eat is to say, just like Luda does, it's okay, I got it. And then with childlike curiosity, right? That's super important. When you're looking back at what the thought was that caused you to eat the two pieces of cake that you said you weren't going to eat, Your brain might want to habitually beat yourself up, but you guys, you can do this with curiosity. You can do this with love and you can just say, what happened? What can I learn? So I'm just a little bit better next time. So you guys know that I love to give you homework at the end of every single podcast. So the homework this week is to draw a line in the sand, which by the way, why is it called a line in the sand? I feel like it should be like, get a Sharpie and draw a line on a piece of paper. The sand just feels so subjective. It feels like the wind could blow and then the line wouldn't be there anymore. (laughs) My point is, I want you to make a deal with yourself that you promise to never ever beat yourself up again, nor to let yourself off the hook. Promise to yourself, anytime I mess up or I make a mistake or I quote unquote fall off the bike, I promise to look back with curiosity and love as to what happened there. What was I thinking to myself that allowed me to actually put the food in my mouth? Because you guys, it's always a thought 
there's always a thought there that allowed you to put the food in the mouth. The food doesn't just end up in your mouth. Even though my clients like to tell me that that happens all the time. They're like, I don't know. It just jumped in my mouth. I'm like, it just jumped in your mouth. That's crazy. (laughs) There was always a thought. And so if you can find that thought with curiosity and love and compassion for yourself, you will change your life. You will weigh your dream comes true weight. You will lose weight for the very last time. It is the best news I have for you. It's so, so exciting. So try this on, make a commitment to yourself. When your brain goes down that rabbit hole of wanting to beat yourself up or wanting to let yourself off the hook, you just say, oh, what, what, excuse me. Nope, nope, nope. Because it will try, right? Because it's beat you up so many times before that it will try. And I just say to myself, oh, nope, we don't do that. I love you, brain. I love you, brain. And it's a hard no. It's a hard no. Okay. I want you guys to go have the best week ever. And I will see you here next week, every single Monday for your new fresh episodes. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out my free gift for you. Head to www.lauraconley.com forward slash gift. That's www.lauraconley.com forward slash gift. Laura Conley is spelled L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. Head there and get your free gift. Hint, I share my best ever weight loss hacks inside this gift. These are the same things my clients and I use every single day to get to and to maintain our dream come true weight. And they're proven to work. You do not want to miss this. And on the topic of gifts and prizes, I'm raffling off two $100 gift cards to Lululemon and two FabFitFun boxes. How do you enter? Well, as you know, my mission is to help as many moms as I can lose weight for the last time and free themselves of the drama and body shame so they can get up to what they want to get up to in this one precious life and pass down a healthy legacy to their children. In order to do that, we have to let the moms know. We have to let them know this podcast exists. And the best way to do that, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast in Apple Podcasts. Once you have done that, email me at laura at lauraconley.com with the name of your review, and I will enter you in to win one of these amazing prizes. Win awesome stuff and help me change the world one mom at a time. Do this now so you can enter to win. The winner will be announced in episode number 10. Rate, review, and subscribe in Apple Podcasts. And then just simply email me the name of your review, laura at lauraconley.com. Have the best week ever.